Hey, welcome back to the Black Wallflowers. This is Taylor. And Myra. The Black Wallflowers podcast is two Black introverted women discussing daily life, navigating an extroverted world. Um, so, okay. So, you know, both of us will watch a lot of YouTube. Um, so I kind of got behind a little bit the last couple of days. But um, so today I caught up on Ricky Smiley. He has a YouTube channel. I don't know if you know that, but he has a YouTube channel. And he recently, like, over the past year, got custody of his grandson. His grandson just turned one. And so um, he did an Instagram story the other day. And um, his grandson really loves Paw Patrol. And so in the video, it was early in the morning, they were eating breakfast. He was eating out of a Paw Patrol bowl, like uh, pancakes, mm-hmm. eggs, that kind of thing. And so people was going in on him on social media about, um, why you got your son, your grandson eating out of a dog bowl, you know, what, what kind of, <laughs> of grandfather are you, all this other stuff, but he was like, what, what? my grandson, first of all, he loved Paw Patrol, it's a Paw Patrol bowl, I didn't go to PetSmart and got a dog bowl, you know, so here, here, eat this, and it ain't like he out there eating the scraps, he's eating a, a home-cooked meal, like, what are y'all talking about? So he kind of like went in this morning or um, earlier today about a post he did earlier in the week. Like he was like, "What in the world? I'm out here trying to trying to be a good grandfather, and then took my grandson there. What are y'all talking about?" But it just kind of reminded me of like, and he kind of touched on this too. Like you kind of have to be careful what you share, like on you know Facebook, Instagram, that kind of thing. And then so he was talking about like how if he like post a picture, he always be looking in the background, making sure his nice then don't look dirty or anything like that because people be like going in and just really nitpicking on things that you post even though you're trying to post something really positive but um what do you think about that do you think they wrong for kind of going in on him about the dog bowl? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny it's hilarious to me because one you know Ashton loves Paw Patrol too mm-hmm. and I I made him a blanket like one side had um like dog bones and paw prints on it is just mm-hmm. the the fabric that I picked out and the other side had Paw Patrol on it so I took it to um my grandparents where they watch him and my grandma had a fit like why did you bring Rue's blankets I'm like wow. no, no it's Paw Patrol and I think that's kind of what happened with him mm. maybe not a lot of people like have kids around and you know, just seeing that it was dogs on it and, you know, and just thought it was a dog bowl. So I, yeah. that's why I, like, died laughing because I'm like, my grandma did that to yeah. me. <laughs> but but uh, he's well taken care of, though. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, oh. for him to even take him in, like, it's a boy, right? I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, for um Ricky to take his grandson in, I mean, in the first place, it's not his responsibility, but for mm-hmm. him to, like, take on that responsibility you know he's going to be well taken care of. So I don't know why. And I feel like social media is, people just jump to conclusions and run mm-hmm. with it without looking at any context. Like, if you would have took the moment to look that up, like even, well, I guess I don't know how you would look up Paw Patrol. Or yeah. even just ask him. I'm sure he probably said something about it in the video too. But, you know, if you took the time to like look into it instead of just, jump into conclusions mm-hmm. uh, that's the the thing that I kind of worry about with like vlogging and stuff too I mean I'm not Ricky Smiley big at by any means mm. but 
But if I choose to put something that I don't think is a big deal and then somebody like comments about it, I always worry about that. Like people just blowing something out of proportion. Right, right. And I'm famous for like if I record something and I go back to edit it, I'm like, I don't want people to misconstrue Mm -hmm. what I said or what was in the background. Let me just not put that in there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I do that a lot too. But yeah, and like... I'm nowhere near like Ricky Smiley level. Like I couldn't imagine. Like he's just sitting here like trying to show that he's doing right mm-hmm. by his grandson, and y'all worried about the bowl. Like right. the, the bowl. Like it clearly, and I'm sure it really has some really good food in there. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that was another thing with uh, Ashton's party too. Like a lot of the decor was like food in doll bowls. And I'm like nope. Mm-hmm. And people know I have a dog too, so I ain't trying to take no risks. Right. Right. <laughs> But that's that's so crazy that they like went in on him. Right. Yeah. You know, he's a comedian, so he kinda made a joke about it, but he was kinda offended too. Like, what? Like, no, nah, he loves Paw Patrol. Yeah, I, w- I definitely would have been offended as well. Like that <laughs> that's hilarious. Right. <laughs> My grandma was so mad. Like, hey, <laughs> you. So I'm like, uh-huh. this- <laughs> why why would you think I'm that dumb to Right. It's gonna do with <laughs> to bring it over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my random thought of the day. Well, mine is is fairly short. I guess it's not, I mean, it's a thought, but um, it's not a lot behind it. So um, I just want to say for all of those who told me that that Chick-fil-A macaroni and cheese was good, I am very disappointed in you. Oh, really? <laughs> it's terrible. It tastes like just pure salt. Really? Yeah, I don't know why is it so salty, but um, that's another thing with, like, social media. Like, people hyped that up. They was like, you know, it tastes like homemade, mm. yada, yada. So they hyped it up. And then so I went ahead and bought it today. I'm like, this is the grossest thing. I'd rather have Kraft macaroni Really? It's that bad? <laughs> yes, it is that bad. I would much rather have Kraft macaroni and cheese. Uh, so. Dang, we so haven't I'll- tried it yet. Yeah, don't bother. But to all <laughs> to all of you who said that it tastes like grandma's, like it tastes homemade, mm. and I was really skeptical because I mean at the end of the day, Chick Fil A is fast food, mm. so there's no way you can get that kind of taste fast right. food. Yeah, that that was my random thought. Nothing much okay. to it. But I I no longer trust anybody on the internet anymore. It's <laughs> <laughs> not about to get me again. And it was three dollars. I was mad. And it's probably <laughs> what a uh, three or four spoonfuls. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. So, wow. I no longer trust you people. All right. So now we are gonna go ahead and get into the topic of today. Um, so I read this article. So on, I think the site is called Bessie or Beast dot com. Uh, but the article is by a lady named Sequoia Holmes. So I just want to get a little bit from uh, what I read on there. But um, so she's black and uh, she's also an introvert and she's a career woman. But um, a part I wanted to read, it says, um, I'm used to feeling discriminated against because of my race and gender. But I'm only starting to understand that being an introverted black woman also has been the source of discrimination throughout my life. From being roped into sassy bander with my white male coworker, because that's what I'm expected to do to having my biggest criticism be, you should talk more. Black women are not allowed to exist in peace without providing entertainment to others, particularly 
not in the workplace where our livelihoods are at stake. Those unfair expectations begin in childhood. Um, so what we kind of want to talk about today is, is it okay to be um, a black woman, but also be an introvert? Um, but I, first of all, I feel like that is a um, stereotype that black women are loud and boisterous and, you know, that kind of thing. And as introverts, we are the opposite. Um, so um, I think what was the title of the article? Is it okay to be um, a black woman and be an introvert? Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it is wrong. And she was talking about a story that she had where um, she was, I think, uh, let go or something and, and like I guess in like the exit interview it was something about you know we wanted you to maybe talk a little bit more so it wasn't really about her performance or anything at work it was they wanted her to be more loud and out outspoken I guess um, but how do you feel that do you feel like um, we kind of get a bad rap or we're looked at a little bit differently because stereotypically we should be loud and outgoing and that kind of thing but we're kind of the the opposite especially in the workplace um yeah yeah because i'm looking at the article too it is titled um black women aren't allowed to be introverted so um and i was kind of reading along like as you were given like the cliff notes of it but i i think i definitely like agree with her on pretty much every point <laughs> in this mm. um when she was talking about being let go um she had got um, well, she said she never got any bad criticism about her work itself. It kind of just came down to, you know, since she didn't talk to other people, they didn't really know who she was. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they let her go. And I feel like, you oh. know, that has happened to me where I feel like um, because I wasn't as outgoing or as um, talkative with my other coworkers, it was much easier for um, my job to let me go versus mm. other people who may not have been um, meeting their goals or, you know, basically being mediocre wow. versus myself. So I was like, I'm reading all this, like, because even she said, you know, she had a Vietnamese co-worker who spoke up probably just as much, if not less than her, but she was never criticized or, you know, gave the critique of you should talk more. Mm. Because you know she was Asian descent, so she's kind of, although it is like a stereotype, but she's kind of expected to be the model minority, so to wow. speak. You know, quiet, get her work done, and that's it. So I mean, it that stereotype works in you know the Asian descent favor, but for us, it's like you know we're expected to be loud and talkative and yeah. gossipy. Yeah. And when we don't fit that, people automatically think like we don't like them mm -hmm. or we don't do well with others, things like that. Right. Do you feel, I think towards the end she was talking about, um, or maybe it was a different one. They were talking about how like sometimes we feel like we have to go out of our way to be outgoing and have random conversations with people just so that people don't feel like we don't like them, but then like at the end of the day, it's, that's exhausting because that's not mm -hmm. something that we would normally do. Um, I, I definitely feel like that. I mean, even in the position that I am, 
I train people. So right now I make it a point to, before I sit down and really start my day, I go around, Hey, how you doing? How's your day? Hey, let me know if you need anything. Even that's kind of exhausting. Like, God, I just want to sit down and do my work, go to lunch, get back to work and then leave for the day. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. I really don't want to. Um, but I feel like I do kind of have to go out of my way to do that so that nobody feels that I'm stuck up or that I don't like somebody or I don't like my job. Cause I, I, I do like my job. Right. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. And just to kind of give a little bit of what she says, like it, it is towards the end. It says, I lean into social conversations at work. I've gone out of my way to make small talk with my desk neighbors. I've laughed harder than usual at my coworkers <laughs> jokes and I even cracked a few of my own. And as a result of my efforts at the end of the workday, I am drained both physically and emotionally. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I I agree as well. And I feel like, in at least in your position, you have to be a little bit more talkative because you have these new people coming in. You want to give them a good impression of, mm-hmm. you know, the workplace. But it's also not really your personality. So <laughs> once you're done with that at the end of the day, like she said, you're completely drained. Yeah. So I get that a lot. Cause my, um, my manager tends to like come around every morning, which I like, I do like that, that he comes around and, you know, say hello, like catch up and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like I'm like being a little extra than what I normally would be mm. because it is the workplace. And, you know, I don't want people to basically say that she doesn't talk or criticize me for any of that so right and I still get it honestly I can't (laughs) I still get that um that was actually my critique um during my sixth month was basically that you don't ask enough questions what and it's like I have like so many years of experience in insurance for one I know how to find the answer that, you know, I've been doing this for a while, so I mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need to ask. And then I'm also the type of person, if I don't know an answer, I'm going to try to find it myself. Right. If I'm Instead asking you a question, yeah. yeah, if I'm asking you questions, I went through every step and still couldn't find the answer. So, yeah, that was my, my huge critique, basically, was that I didn't ask a lot of questions, although I was still overall, you know, doing the work well and getting it correct. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I don't need the help (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um but yeah I still kind of run into that even though I go out of my way to laugh at these lame jokes and Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and talk to you know and talk to people um more than I normally would I still get the same critique so it's like Mm. I I really don't feel like we we are allowed to be Mm -hmm. yeah I, I definitely agree we're and I don't know if that's what, because I, I don't think I've ever heard that myself, like, oh, you know, you're so quiet, you know, are are we cool? You know, that kind of thing. But I felt like maybe it's something within myself because everybody around me, it's just like, like what we say in our um, intro, we live in an extroverted world. So I feel like I kind of have to fit into that mode of being an extrovert. Um, so I feel like maybe that's something I kind of thought within myself that I need to get out there and, you know, maybe talk a little bit more in the workplace, even though that's not really my personality, but I've, I've never in the workplace really been told, Hey, you should get out there and, you know, talk a little bit more, but I feel like in order to fit in, mm-hmm. I'm doing that. Yeah. And I honestly feel like people still know, they know it's not, you know, your real personality to 
go out and about and do these things because I overall still get those comments about not being talkative or I'm too quiet Mm. yada yada so it's like a double-edged sword like there's no way to win in that situation other than I don't know because even if we we are trying to be out there a little bit more but I guess do it to the extreme but then that's just going to drain me and make me hate the job even more yeah yeah (laughs) So it's like no win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no right. win there. But I think it, it goes back to, like she said, this, the stereotypes of black women are loud and outspoken and, you know, they're, I guess, gossipy or whatever. But that's not, that's not everybody. Right. Right. <laughs> I know. And then also, I don't think we, we aren't really afford the luxury of maybe finding a job that will allow us to be mm-hmm. ourselves so to speak you know yeah so because I, I mean not everybody can go out and you know be entrepreneurs be their own boss or maybe go out and get a job with people who personally know them so they're more comfortable in that workplace like overall most of us are going to go to a company that we might not necessarily know people there mm-hmm. and we just basically got to adjust, adjust who we are just to kind of fit in. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so do you feel like maybe people can't help it but to um, stereotype us? Because, I mean, stereotypically, like, you know, what you see, like, in social media and everything, Black women are, you know, outgoing and boisterous and everything. Do you feel like people just can't help it? And to people can't help but to think maybe something is wrong or maybe you don't like them Mm. that's I that's a good one because at first I was going to say I don't think other races being that they're not in our community and only think that we all are one type of way Mm -hmm. but I've gotten that from other black people as well Mm. like I don't talk and things like that so I don't really think it's a race thing I just think it's it's more societal. So I I don't know. I guess I guess we all kind of like have our stereotypes of what we expect people to act and what we expect them to be just by looking at them. Mhm. So I guess it's just it's just a societal thing because like even like what she said with her uh Vietnamese uh coworker who episode but there's a good percentage of executives that identify as introverts mm, right, so, right. <laughs> so I don't understand or at least get why some people are like 
in order for you to succeed, you have to be able to speak to everybody and stand out and want to be mm-hmm. social and network and things they like can't that. Be, they can't be introverts. <laughs> they have to be, they must be one of them introvert, extrovert people. So they mm-hmm. kind of a combination of the two. Cause I, I can't, I can't. And then like those, those high level executives, they don't go to work and then too i can't do that i can't yeah honestly i i agree i think they basically they're they're more like chuck and ray on the spectrum of of introverts yeah there's there's no way like and i'm not trying to be some big exec of some company if if anything i would rather have my own but i feel like there's really no way you can get up into those places if you aren't networking if you aren't you know, mm-hmm. going out your way and talking to people like there's there's no way. Because that's just the way the system is built up. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like, you know, just your work, your hard work, even if you're doing everything right, even if you're excelling, if you still mm-hmm. have some sort of like introvert tendencies, I bet you probably get passed over for somebody right. who's more extroverted. That's another reason why when I'm at work, like I speak to everybody anyway. But I definitely make it to make it a point to smile, how you doing, that kind of thing to people who I know are a little bit higher up. Um, so I I don't necessarily want them to only see me as that girl who, you know, don't really talk to people, don't is not really going out to the happy hours and everything. But I do want them to see me as that person who always speaks when I see you in the hallway, um, or spark up some type of conversation with people. So it, it sucks that I have to well, that's that's probably everybody though. You kind of want want that high level, that higher manager or whatever to remember your face or remember that mm-hmm. you know you asked how their daughter was doing or whatever. But even as a as an introvert, I I try to make it a point to speak to everybody because you never know that person might have an influence on you know your future within the company. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And that that kind of sucks too because <laughs> at least for me, it's just not my it's not my personality to go out my way to try to speak to somebody. Um, I much rather it be genuine. Mm-hmm. Like if I, you know, of course, if I pass you in the hallway, I'm going to say hello, but I'm not going to go out and let's go get coffee. You know, let's right. go do these kind of things. I'm That's not, that's not me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I'm going to, I kind of feel like that's brown nosing, but I, I don't think most people will agree, but I don't feel like, if you, I don't know. I feel like, honestly, if I could prove that I could do this job and I have proven that, you know, I could do, I, you know, I can succeed if it's like a promotion or anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like that should be my merit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's, that's not it though. Like yeah, the, people who, the people who go for a job that, that person who, um, is a little more outgoing or ha- had that, that extra, you know, five minute elevator, you know, whatever conversation in the hallway mm-hmm. is probably more than likely to get the job over the person who, you know, just does really good at their job. And yeah. It sucks. And they could even be better at their job than the other person, but I know who it's, it's about who, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like some people, if they had like, 
conversation with the extrovert versus the introvert, they feel like they know, quote unquote, this person better Mm. than they do the other person. And I think that's where we get the bad rap too. It's like, well, I don't really know this person. And like the the girl uh, Sequoia in the article, like, I feel like, honestly, the reason why she probably got let go is because they felt like they didn't know her. Mm. And it was because she didn't talk. Yeah. So she's quiet. She yeah. we don't know nothing about her. It must be something else going on in her life. Something. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I I like to keep my life personal. Mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> and ever since like being let go as well, I feel like I am much more, you know, personal than I was before. And it kind of sucks that basically this new place where I am is kind of getting a, a real, like they basically have to build out my wall, but I kind of have to put that up there because of, you know, what has happened in the past. Mm -hmm. That's terrible. Yeah, it is. It is. the, The more you break it down, it is like really true. Like we, we can't be, I mean, you can, so to speak, but you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to mm-hmm. be able to move up. If you, you know, want to stay with the company, if some downsizing go, you probably be one of the first to go. And mm-hmm. that sucks, especially if you are good at your job and doing what you need to be doing. Right. Cause then I feel like as an introvert, when you are like let go or something like that, we're less likely to try to stand up for ourselves or be like, Oh, you know, well, why can you explain? It's just kind of, well, I guess I guess it is what it is. I guess I'll leave and, you know, go find something else. Mm-hmm. We're less likely to, you know, um, fight. Yeah. Yeah, well, we really anyway. are. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I agree. Because I, <laughs> I just had this situation. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I'm going to say it anyway. But uh, where I went to Joanne's and um, I uh, was like, here, I have this uh, like $15 off a $75 coupon. And it didn't work. Like she scanned it and it didn't work. And she was like, oh, maybe it's because it's it's a door buster. And you no, know, coupons don't work on door busters. And I'm like, I know it's not a door buster. Mm. I know this because I come here every week. Mm. So I, and I, <laughs> but I didn't fight it. You know, I didn't fight it. Mm. I was just like, oh, okay, you know, let it go. And then when I looked at my receipt, the issue was because my subtotal wasn't 75. Uh. So I, when I left, I beat myself up. He's like, man, I could have got my uh, $15. Yeah, but I could have did that at the store and made sure I got that. But I, I don't like confrontation. So yeah, me either. <laughs> I'm that same girl like, where if I um buy like something and the seal is broken or something when I get home, I'm not that girl that's gonna go back to the store and be like, hey, I need to take this back. The applesauce is open, you know. I just throw it away like, dang, I guess we're not having applesauce today. Yeah. So, <laughs> So I, I, I'm just not one of them people to go back to customer service and, and throw a fit about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it takes a lot. Like, only time I really go back if, like, like, one time they uh, forgot our waters. And I, you know, I need my water. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the only time I went back. But, yeah, Chuck gets on me about that, too. Like, you're just throwing away money. Yeah. I'm like, I, I just, I can't do it. I don't yeah. want to go there and have an argument about yeah. it. Like, why don't you go back here? You take the, you take the applesauce back. Cause I, no, I don't, don't want to, wanna... right. <laughs> <laughs> of course he don't want to do it. Right. But yeah, that's a, that's the struggle. And like I said, it's 
we basically have to adapt because there is no, we, we live in a capitalist society, so we got to make money to help with the household and feed our family. Mm-hmm. So I just can't, I literally can't go to work and be myself. Right. <laughs> I literally you gotta can't. put on. And I feel like it's, it's way extra being a black woman too. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure people go to work and put on that are not black women, but I feel like we have to layer it on thick, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I also saw something where it said, um, when you're quiet, that means you're also insecure. And that's that's not that's not true at all. I, yeah, I read that on Afropunk, Afropunk.com. Quiet means insecurity. Often people are quick to assume that we're quiet because of our lack of self confidence. And that's not true. I'm confident. I just don't have them. I, I don't have anything to say. Yeah, I don't have nothing to say. I don't know you. You don't know me. And yeah, I I got two friends. That's all I need. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm here to work, and I'm you know get back home. But yeah, I'm not. I don't feel like I'm insecure at all. Um, Honestly, yeah. I feel like the, the people talking the loudest are the insecure ones because they're trying to overcompensate right. for whatever they feel like they lack it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, these these darn stereotypes, man. I want. <laughs> That has to be the issue. I, I feel like a lot of people must think that since I'm quiet, um, I'm scared to speak up. I don't mm-hmm. have confidence in what I'm doing. And I wonder if that's why, like, I keep getting those critiques. Like, you don't you don't ask enough questions. So just because I'm quiet, you think I don't know what I'm doing? Right. Basically. You don't understand. Or... And that's not the case. Mm. So now it's like, now I have to start asking questions. Even though you might already know the answer or yeah. the answer is in your exactly. note. Now you got to get up and ask your manager. Just so they mm. don't think. But that that's so dumb. That's so yeah. dumb. It's a waste of everybody's time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a waste of time. But yeah, that was a really good article. I'll try to um, link it so you guys can read. It's a real quick read, too. If mm-hmm. you guys can, it's really quick. But um even if you're like more on the extrovert side, I highly suggest you read it. Yeah. So that way you can get a glimpse of like what we kind of go through. So if you have someone that has these similar traits at your workplace, like don't think that they don't like you. It's, it's right. seriously just because they don't have anything to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just introverts. It's just, just, <laughs> just the way we work. Yeah. I feel like it's not even just for introverts, but everybody can, you know, learn a little bit. But yeah, she does ends off that she is hopeful for the future because um, with our generations, the millennials are more open to changing. Mm. And I I totally agree with her. I feel like we we as a generation are being a lot more open with understanding people, different personalities, different sexualities, stuff like that. We are way more open than what we have been in the past. Mm-hmm. So hopefully in the future, like maybe when Ashton's in the workplace and if he is introvert, you know, he won't be basically judged on just that merit. Yeah. Honestly, he probably have it a little bit better because he is a male, but... God, that's the topic. (laughs) Write that down. That'll be for next week. God, that is so true. These... uh... I mean, they have their own set of challenges, too, but when it comes to this, the the guys guys definitely have a, um, a leg up. For sure. They definitely do. 
So definitely won't be too worried about that. Maybe if I had a girl, I'll be a little bit more worried. But mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, like I do think that we are being a little bit more changing. And honestly, the workplace that I am is very old school still. Like mm-hmm. we don't even have a jean day. So wow. <laughs> no casual Friday over there. Day. And the place I was at before, um, they right before I left, they just changed it to where you can wear jeans any day. Really? Any day as long as you had like a button up or like a polo. Mm. Um, and we could we couldn't wear gym shoes Monday through Thursday, but Fridays you could wear gym shoes. Mm. Hopefully by the end. Right. Yeah. A work life balance. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. So that about wraps up this topic for today. Um, I don't have like an actual quote, but I want to like challenge everybody, even if you're on the introvert spectrum, but especially for the extrovert listeners that's just trying to get a little insight. Just wanted to challenge you all to like from for one, read Sequoia's article so you can get yes. a little bit of background because that is us to a T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, just kind of think outside the box with us. Um, just because, I mean, you, I'm positive that you may know somebody that's a little bit on the, the introvert side if you are mm-hmm. an extrovert. But just to be a little bit more open, um, maybe come up with a, like a conversation that isn't like small talk. We are, <laughs> we are, um, and I got this from another podcast. Um, he called it medium talkers. So <laughs> we are people that like wants to have a little bit more of a, a meaningful conversation. So mm. if you're if you're trying to get to know somebody that is a little bit more uh, introvert, uh, coming to us and talking about the weather, ain't go cut it. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I just would like to challenge you all um, to kind of step out the box and be a little bit more understanding to people that are a little bit more quiet. And if you do want to reach out to us and talk to us, uh, a more meaningful conversation is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Please do. And don't, don't assume that we're mad or that we don't like you or we're not happy, you know, in the workplace or whatever. Ask, ask us if somebody was to come up and ask me, Hey, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Well, why are you not? Well, it's just I don't I don't have anything to say. I'm a little I'm, I'm kind of an uh, introvert. I will I will tell you that I'm an introvert, but I don't want you to it, it don't assume that I don't like right. you or that I don't like something. Ask me and I'll I'll tell you. No, I'm fine. You're actually a really cool person. I meant to ask you. Hey, what are you doing to? Maybe yeah. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll this will turn into a friendship. So talk yeah, to me. I've... Ask me a question. <laughs> Absolutely. I think because we are quiet, we kind of give off the um, non-approachable kind of vibes. Yeah, and, I get that. Yeah, I, most of us are really cool. I mean, I can't speak for all of us, but most mm-hmm. of us are, <laughs> are really cool. Like, we 
we definitely have a conversation with you if it's, you know, meaningful. Mm-hmm. We again, we're we're medium talkers. We don't we don't like small talk. We like medium. Yeah. So <laughs> that would be my my challenge for you all if you are like curious to get to know someone that's kind of like a little bit more quiet. That mm-hmm. that that'll be the way to go. But yeah, you guys, that is it for this week. As always, you guys can um, find us on all um, podcast platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Google Play. We are all on all those platforms. Please make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of our new episodes. Um, If you want to interact with us or maybe leave a comment, you can do that on our YouTube channel. And that is the Black Wildflowers podcast. It'll just be the audio form of that there, and you can definitely leave comments in the comments below. Um, if you want to reach out to us, oh, if you guys have any like topic suggestions, mm. that'll be um, really cool to see what you guys would like to hear. Yeah, um, send that to us to our Instagram, and our Instagram is at the Black Wildfires Pod. So um, you can um, inbox us like suggestions or leave them on the comments, however you want to do it. Um, if you're on Twitter, we are at Black WF Podcast, and you can also email us any suggestions that you like as well, and that's BlackWallflowersPod at gmail.com, and all the stuff will be in the show notes, or um, if you're watching on YouTube, it'll be in the link below. Yes. But that's all we have for you guys, so we'll see you all in another two weeks. Bye.